Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Uh, good news. I'm back, baby. Right in my rifle seat where it should be. Uh, I do not have uh, my normal partner in crime with me. Had to trade one Will for another. So, ladies and gentlemen, please let me welcome Will freaking Ortner. How's it going, dude? Good, buddy. Good. It's good you, to see you, man. It's good to see you. You do things a little differently. Uh, uh, I need a little more energy in that music next time. And give yourself a round of applause. You got the button there? Give yourself a big freaking round of applause for being here. Hold on. Where's uh, my mouse? There on. it is. Did Darkens teach you nothing? Oh, you didn't hear the first show that Darkens and I did? No. No. Okay. So, uh, obviously, it's been a little bit of an absence. The reason that I've been gone for the last month is uh, my my oldest brother passed away. So, unfortunate circumstances. So, I did not take my grieving period, uh, step one, by listening to that show. So, no, I did not. Look, that that is, that's perfectly fair. <laughs> is I'm that not, fair? I'm not going to, you know, hold your feet to the fire on that uh, one. Um, let's just say... I missed a lot of buttons. Missed okay? a lot of cues. I was, right. well, it wasn't that I missed the cues. It's that I couldn't find anything. There are two <laughs> pages on here and I'm looking for clips and all I can find is pulling meat and three inches of this and white Jordan that. And yeah. I, I just got confused. I got overwhelmed, but you know what? I dialed it in. I figured it out. But right now what I'm learning is how much Will did before. Oh. You know? You know what? See, that's the thing is, is teach a man to fish. He was giving you fish the whole time. He was giving me fish the oh, whole time because, like, shit, I came yeah. in right now today and, like, what do you normally do? You do your update. You yep. hit the stack. The lockout rotator hits. Boom. I don't know any of these things. All of the, I, I am not a man that fishes. I host. So I, I do not. I've been in that room never in this new studio. But even at the old studio one time. Yeah. And uh, I was doing the golf show for uh, Swigard. Yes. The entire board was just post-it notes. Like, of, hit this yeah, now, it was like, hit now, hit Like, they here. had a big number. Like, one, hit this. Two, hit this. And I go, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I got, I've got more important things to do. So I will say... Uh, I was given the advice, don't learn how to use a board because then you will only be seen as a board op. Mm. Now, now, it, listen, it's a way through, but I won a contest. Yeah, and that's said, right. I got to be a host. And Ooh. even better, I was originally, like, I'm doing more work than I was originally signed up for. When we originally uh, had the contest, I didn't even win. I was number two. Oh. So I, I was immediately put into the souk role of the two chair. Where all I'd do is show up. And, like, bark back at uh, Keith Hill, the original host. So he'd set him up. My only job was to knock him down. That's where it was good. Now I've got, I've got you know, 
stuff to put together and be prepared and do all of this. But mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought this whole thing was uh, Will Darkens like giving you his wealth of knowledge. No, he just he was like, yeah, good luck. Well, it was sneaky. One, I think what he realized is he's like, hey, he's twenty five, and it's yeah. Saturday morning. He oh. probably was hanging out on Friday night. And uh, he just kind of set, he'd basically set everything up where it needed to be. Yeah. And I'd come in and he'd be like, hey, it's all good to go. You ready? Yeah. You know, go yeah. ahead. But I like, I've ho- or I've produced for pretty much every show. Yeah. Actually, every show at this point, um, except for the Sunday show, I believe. Okay. So whenever I've showed up, it's just been like, hey, it's set mode. And then yeah. you do the yeah. little ro- lockout rotator and then it goes right into your show. And so that's what I just figured was about to happen. And so I hit the button the way I always do. Didn't really look at it. And I was like, oh, well, we're playing commercials. So I need to go build another break. And uh, we just lost, you know, some minutes. But that's okay. You know what? I'm learning. It won't happen again. We'll get them back. You tell me that short break is and we'll get it all figured out. If if you listen to the first show where I was producing on Center in the Saint and you listen to last week's, I figured it out. Okay. It just... I gotta, I gotta get hit first. I'm, oh, they, yeah. I'm I gotta the, get the hit. old, the old football thing. It was, mm-hmm. it was. You know what? It, like, cause you, you played at Hawkinson. I did. Mm-hmm. I played at Mountain View. Uh, so we played in the same kind of weather, and you know, uh, uh, this probably the same kind of vibe where it was like that first real rainy day practice. Did your coaches do the Cold, thing where they got to go, get hit first? No, it wasn't the hit necessarily. Maybe this was, this was probably uh, middle school where we started doing this. But the coaches go. Hey, dummies, you're all going to get wet. I need everybody to just go and slide down the middle of the field. Oh. Just go out there and slip and slide on that, boys. Because, you, you know, you start practices, what, middle of August. Yeah. And it's dry and it's, it's warm. And, yeah, and you're, you're just in, in shorts and pads. But that first day where you get into, like, mid-October and it's cold, mm-hmm. just pouring rain, and the field, you can just see the, the inch and a half of water that's on the top of the, the Pacific Junior High oh, football yeah. field out there. And you're just sitting there going, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get hit. So they're like, all right, slide. Now hit somebody. Let's go play. Some and then fun. you'll be all right. It's yeah. like in Ellensburg for us it was cold. Right, because I played there in college. It yep. w- you had to deal with the cold. Oh yeah. That's, so that's, what you would do? Because we were on the side like, of the mountains. It's not oh, wet over there. It's, no, it's yeah. snowy and it's cold. And it and so what we would do is we'd put Vaseline on our arms. Oh. And then when we'd Ooh. go out to practice, oh, those were the for days. football. Yes, for football, oh, not just for fun. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, not always for fun. Okay, gotcha. Just but you put you put Vaseline on your arms, and then you'd go out. It would protect your arms. One, but then two. You always wanted to have a hitting period like right away. Yep. Because the minute you start hitting, the minute you start moving, you're good. Yeah. It's the buildup and having to deal with like, I'm going to get hit and the first hit is going to suck. And it just is what it is. Once you got over that, you were fine. You just had to get to that point. You ever played paintball? No, airsoft. Okay. I'm airsoft generation. Fine paintball for anybody that's that's listening that's ever played paintball i assume you have the same kind of feeling the first paintball that hits and leaves that welt you feel that Ooh. you feel oh hurts just airsoft same way okay same so just stings the rest of the round like you'll finish and you'll have 30 welts and you go don't remember getting hit by any of these because that adrenaline just kicks in, and now you're you're doing barrel rolls and diving into a pile of rocks or whatever you have to do to get away from it. Dude, all the scrapes, bruises, and stuff that you get after that first, fwah, don't feel one of them. That's, that's a sense that I always got with football. It was kind of the same way. It's just go out there, and it's like you just need to get like that adrenaline switch kicked. Yes, you. That's what it is. It, it's weird. It's like uh, what do they say when you're a boxer? Some boxers are like punch drunk. Like they oh, have yeah. to get hit a few times before they really start swinging. Punch drunk is a different thing. It's is that's it? when your yes, that's when your brain is rattling around in your head and you can't focus on things. That's well, that that's, too. Well, but you that's, need that too. That, that's like the CT. <laughs> but punch drunk is a CTE thing where it's oh. like at the end of their career, they're like, oh yeah, that guy he shows the characteristics of being a uh, drunk person all the time. 
Because he got punched in the head so many times. Well, then I need to watch Southpaw again because I thought that was his whole thing. Like, he had to get hit a bunch of times and then Jake Gyllenhaal well, is go a, all badass. Yeah, that is a thing. But guys that did that end up end up being punched drunk, I believe. I, I could be wrong. I'm not the biggest boxing uh, uh, follower. Well, but the way I always understood it was punch drunk is those guys at the end of their career that look like a wino. But they just get punched in the brain a bunch of times. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, I don't know. I don't see as many football people like that, but also I'm 25. So well, sure. But if I see anyone like that, that's going to be kind of sketch. Although I did have a roommate. He, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's not, yeah. and again, this is, this is why I say it's the end of the career. These are the, the guys that, you know, uh, uh, have the, the special on Dateline where it's like former football player Will Ortner was, you know, just a tough guy in his day. But after concussion, after concussion, after concussion, here he is drooling into his soup and his wife crying. And then they do the whole thing. Oh. That's the those are the people that I'm talking it's, about. It's uh, the McMahon has to constantly yeah, have his, his brain drained. On. Oh, yeah. And his sunglasses. Yeah. On. But but it's those guys that just like like. He was known for being the toughest guy out there, and now he needs his little rascal scooter to get around. You always notice yeah. that, too. It's Hockey's the same way. Whoever was the biggest badass oh, yeah. is just crippled at the end. Like, sure. it just, it, it never fails. It's never like, hey, they were a badass, and then you see him like 20 years later, and you're like, yeah, that guy's still a badass. That- there's there's a few of them, but the guy that was, was uh, just, he was... He was the guy that had to beat his head into the concrete wall before. He's like, he was, we always loved him because he was a little bit crazy. Those are the guys that just absolutely ruined themselves. And they have like the Steve O retirement. Oh, yeah. And then they're on Dateline, Lyle Alizado. Or whatever his name was, Lyle Alizado. Lyle Alizado. It's it's a difficult name. I've painted the picture for you, I think, perfectly. You 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 nailed it. You're just. That's what I'm here for. You're running down all of, like, my football, like, kind of heroes, my wrestling kind of heroes, and my hockey kind of heroes. There you go. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know what wasn't a great idea? Having your finishing move be get on the third (laughs) turnbuckle, jump off, and headbutt someone. (laughs) Like, I get it's fake, but, dude, headbutting someone still hurts. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a bad bad idea. Like I have never intentionally headbutt anyone. I have. It was <laughs> oh. so dumb. <laughs> so wait, this is without wearing a football helmet. No. So okay, because so, I thought like with a helmet. Oh yeah, I was no. Hold, so okay. so I don't know if you've seen this with a football helmet. They um, a, the new move is they put padding on the outside too when you go to practice. Yep. So it looks like you're this Michelin man, basically. Yeah, what do they call those stupid things? Uh, I don't even know. I forgot. But yeah, like you, especially in the NFL when they're wearing them before, you're like, come on. Yeah. It's, it's the brain bucket. Well, when we first yep. bought them, they hadn't been a thing until I was like 20 years old in college. Sure. So we first bought them at Central, and they're like, all of the O-linemen and D-linemen are going to have these because we're going to protect them first, and then we'll move on and we'll make enough money to buy more for everyone else. I want to I want to grab the helmet that we have. My wife was uh, given a, uh, I believe it's a signed Jerry Rice helmet. Ooh. But, well, it looks like his signature, but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of beat up. So uh, she's got an uncle that works for Goodwill, mm-hmm. and he gets a chance to look at the stuff that they, like, before it goes out on sale mm-hmm. and or or it goes to the dump. They're like, we can't sell this. And it was yeah. an old football helmet, but it was kind of, kind of slimed up mm-hmm. and he's like i think this might be a thing no, so he grabbed it like we or we might take it to somebody to get it polished up but the old rydell helmet oh. weighs about 90 pounds oh they're bad and the padding in there is about as soft as the uh granite faux granite we've got here in yes. the studio like my i i kind of i know it's too small for my head because i've got a giant head mm-hmm. but i kind of just put my hand in there and kind of pushed around on it i was like dude compare that to today's helmet and oh. then the, plus the padding like those things were like five gallon buckets with like a couple layers of like air quotes padding. Just them. going to Home oh. Depot and putting on the bucket. That's what it was. But uh, when anyway, we, sorry. So no, you're, you're good. When we got those padding, those pads though, the very first thing that me and another one of our D linemen did, also named William. Yeah. 
we headbutted each other to see if it would hurt. And we like, so first we started like just like a little headbutt. And by the end, we got to the point where we were running into each other yes. and trying to do like flying headbutts. Yeah. It like, totally defeated the whole purpose. Two ram sheep just trying to go at it. Just idiots trying yeah. to figure out something to do. Like, oh, you know what? I'm bored before practice. Instead of taking reps, let's see if we can hurt each other. Well, here, so here's the thing. I, I have I have said this on this show and, and many times in my life where I was uh, – I was a very mediocre athlete. Uh, my claim to fame, uh, and I don't need to go through the whole thing because people have heard it. I'm confident. I may have been the greatest junior varsity athlete of all time. The Ooh. most JV of all J- JV athletes of all time. That's that's the claim that I make. And I have three older brothers, all six foot four. Well, now I have two older brothers, but Mark is still with us in spirit. But all three of my brothers were six foot four, mm-hmm. and uh, I am five ten. But I look back at it and I go, I'm very lucky that I was not bigger because I, I'm not going to the NFL with the abilities that I have. But I would have tried medamnedest. And I would have, if I went to college, I would have torn both knees. I'm sure I would have separated both shoulders. I've done all that. Concussions would have come frequently and I would have been one of those guys. I'm fun because I know I did that in high school, right? Oh, yeah. But here, here's the, the other thing that I believe as a truth, which is when kids get voted out of the football uh, uh, um, development, right? Like, oh, like it's, my, you my, are not going to make it. My you. year, at, yeah, my, yes. my career ended at uh, high school varsity. I did pretty well in football. A lot of people don't get that far, right? But the thing is that I think many young males, the minute that football is not available to them, do you know what they go and they do? They find other ways to get concussions. Oh, yeah. Dude, my, yeah. For me, it was snowboarding. I know plenty of people, it was motocross, skateboarding, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Dude, I knocked myself out as much, well, more snowboarding than I ever did playing football. And I knocked myself out a couple times playing football. Hey. So, listen, there's, the, yes, like, fantastic that they're doing everything to make football safer but guys that have athletic talent are going to get more opportunities to knock themselves out because they always do whether it's football whether it's riding a dirt bike whether it's riding a piece of wood down a mountain as fast as they can maybe two pieces of wood let's go (laughs) men have always found a way to knock themselves out Do do you know where the origin of football lies in this country's development wasn't it like in the South? It was like how they became like strong after the Civil War? Very like good, that. young man. After the Civil War, they had all this reserve testosterone, and they just yes. went, maybe we should just run these guys at each other. We should run into each other. <laughs> and, they, and it was not just the South, because uh, a lot of the early football games, if you go back and look at the recorded history of the great games of 1890s football, mm-hmm. it was the Ivy League. Ah, it was. It, it was the smart guys. It was what a proving. Heck? It was a proving ground. And and if you go back and watch any of the uh, you know the history of of the sport, the the South playing football was a way for them to legitimize themselves and go. We're not just a bunch of rednecks. We're oh. sophisticated. We can run into each other pretty well too, because it is. After all, a game of strategy. That's right. It all It's right. a gentleman's game, much like rugby. Very much so. Uh, also a gentleman's game, uh, the one with the basket and the thing. There's a big tournament going on right now. Oh, yeah. And we have a uh, first time uh, ever in the NCAA tournament, Elite Eight. And we'll tell you what that first is next. You're listening to The Sin of the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Do you play golf, Mr. Orton? I do. I'm going out to Pumpkin Ridge as soon as we're done here. Oh! Thanks for the invite. Jeez. Well, hey, well, my brother Luke. Oh, you have a brother Luke. How I do. That? Good for you. I do Everybody, have a brother everybody Luke. should have a brother Luke. Yes, he's fantastic. He uh it was the pop's birthday. Nice. Uh what, a week ago or something? He wasn't able to get down, so he got a tea time and I got I got pops some whiskey and you know. Dude, it's... you guys are doing it right. Well, we're finally at the age where you we have enough money to where we can spend good enough yeah. money on it. You know, like yeah. we can't go too crazy, but hey, it's your birthday. We got to make sure take care of you. The we problem is, we get a party is, like it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, mom's birthday is next month, uh, well. and so it's like you got to make sure it's equal. So it's a it's a tough couple months. Well, on, so, on the wallet. So here's okay. here's how bad I am with uh, birthdays. Is uh, here's what I do every year for my dad's birthday. His birthday is uh, December 10th, and I always forget. And then the next day, I go, oh, man, I forgot Dad's birthday. <laughs> mom's birthday is December 11th, so I call my mom, and then I talk to my dad when I talk to him. I'm like, hey, uh-huh. I forgot your birthday again, but I remember Mom's. I called my sister one year the day after her birthday, and she was so mad at me. Because uh, her birthday is exactly two weeks after mine. Oh, really? Oh, so you should, yeah. Yeah, no, listen. I should be better. I will admit to that, but I'm not. And so I called her one day, uh, the day after her birthday. She's like, you forgot my birthday. I go, no, I didn't. I'm calling you for next year. Anybody wish you a happy 23rd birthday yet or whatever That's it was? That's right. And she goes, no, I guess they haven't. So then every year I call her the day or after her birthday. Oh. And I've done that, and I, I probably forgot that once or twice. But, uh, but yeah, it's always I always get reprieve. From my sister, who this is this is her superpower is she knows everybody's birthday like in the entire extended family. Couldn't be me. Like, I oh, have yeah, no, no idea how no. she does that. We just died. well, we had met a lot of people and and did things. We're stupid. So, uh, hey, let's talk. Uh, the reason I ask, uh, uh, Swag left the uh, golf tournament on uh, here. Whatever uh, women's. Yeah, you uh, get the LPGA Ep- Ep- Epson drive. Epson Tour. Uh, or whatever it is, uh, but uh, 50 yards out, uh, middle of the fairway, uh, gal chips it up there, and clearly it's going to be short of the green, which mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I love watching pro golfers do what I do, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's going to be short, not just short, into the sprinkler head, and I was like, yes, Ooh. watch more pro golf, it will make you feel better about your game. Now their rescue shots are always better than your rescue shots, oh, yeah. but they hit it into tents, and they hit it into the woods, and they hit it into lakes. So it's it's one thing to have in the background just to give yourself a little feel good. So anyways, it's but. it's like that. And uh, I do the same thing with football where like I'm sitting on my couch and I have like a beer and I have just a bunch of chicken wings and a guy will miss a block. I'm like, oh, I could have made that. <laughs> this you could have once. Yeah, but you could have made it once. Like the guy's missing, missing free throws. Yes. Like I, I could. I could. I never. I never really played, and I never got out of minutes that I had a substantial uh, uh, attempts stat line uh, stat line to get a good free throw percentage. But in practice, uh, with no pressure, with nobody watching, I could shoot eighty percent from the free throw line. Hey, I, there you I'll go. say that pretty confidently. My brother played for uh, Grays Harbor Community College, yeah. and shot one hundred percent free throws on the season. That's really good. Holy fourteen of fourteen. But, wow. but that is, that is fit. It like, but you go over thousands of times and then yeah. you have people screaming your name and profanity and the pressure of, you know, whatever. But yeah, listen, 
I could make some free throws, but that's one that I watch. I'm like, I could have made that. I'm I like, could have totally yeah. done like, that. I couldn't have done anything else on the court. Let's not worry about that. Well, you're, you're talking to the guy who thinks he can make, if I get eight attempts, I can make a three. Eight, eight attempts? So you're one of eight for, from Eight three. attempts? In, in an NBA game? Yeah. Ooh, but see, here's here's the question: yeah. Is can you get the shot off over a guy with a seven foot wingspan I'm six, that has five. closeout speed? I understand. I understand. Well, here here's the reason you can get uh, at least one attempt off: they're gonna let you shoot. That's ex- <laughs> I, exactly. I'll get one or two, and then they're like, "Yeah, whatever, let yeah, him shoot." Yeah, let him and shoot. And then I'll make one. That's all go. I need. I'm with him. I'm with him. I, <laughs> I will take that. Okay, so there is a basketball tournament going on right yes. now. Uh, Many consider this the greatest spectacle in sports. Uh, how's your bracket looking right now, young man? Well, um, it is it is gone. It is in flames. Ooh. It is burning. There is nothing good left. All of my teams, I had a All few. All of your teams. I had a few teams like, you know, I had Alabama. I had Houston. They sure. were in my final. Uh, I that had was Texas. your final? Yeah, my that was yeah. my final. So my final ended the other day. Yes, so that was heartbreaking. Yeah. But um, you know what? At the same time, I'm kind of glad I didn't win because yeah. I was going to have to keep cheering for Alabama. Yeah. Not super big on Alabama. That's totally fair. That I, that I had a hard time with anybody that picked Alabama. I go, you know, that means you have to root for them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And well, and that's just uh, just them being Alabama. And then you add in the whole we're pretty well connected to this murder and you go, Oh yeah, that makes things kind of worse. Um, but yeah, very glad they're gone. Even people with them, like winning, were rooting against them yesterday mm-hmm. uh, against San Diego state, which is entertaining. Uh, I'll give you my, my, my secret. Uh, my bracket right now is perfect. Oh, you just fill it out after fill it out as you go. No, you during, go. you don't oh, fill it out after you just fill it out after each game. Just boop, 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 boop. So right now still got a perfect bracket. Now I can't win anything. No, I won't win any money, but the satisfaction of knowing that I've got the perfect bracket feels pretty nice. That's got to feel good. I'll tell you what, I am so like bracket drunk over here that I, I did join the office pool for the women's March Madness. See, how are you doing on the women's turn side? I have no idea. I can't okay. log back into my CBS. I have no idea. I know my champion is still playing. Okay. I well, know that. I think I had Miami going decently far because the Cavender twins are on my Instagram feed. Yeah, they are. Every day. Oh, dude. It's the best follow I ever made. Followed them, and uh, I've followed all their accounts. It's greatness. Good job. Other Good. than that, like I, I, I picked that. I picked LSU, and all of a sudden they have that jerk Baylor coach now. You did not know that? And I she's had dressed no like idea. a pink flamingo. Did you see her yeah, jacket? Yeah, what the hell was that? Uh, it was terrible, but it was kind of wonderful, too. Like, is it, it? I think it's just, it's either one of two things. She is trying to distract people from how awful she is, or she is leaning into becoming Ric Flair. Which... Oh, that's genius because she's already blonde. Yep. That's totally what she should yeah. start doing. Like when she's Whoa! recruiting, when she's recruiting, she should yeah. be like, you see these gator skin cowboy boots? <laughs> yeah. This is what you can have. Yeah. You want to be hated. You want to be known, but we're going to be on TV all the time. Yes. Come join me. You want to be screamed at and told that you're a piece of garbage? Yep. Come to LSU. Go Tigers. Go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so, yeah. such a piece of garbage. So she's just going doing the heel turn. She's Ric Flair. Hey, if I if I could be, I would. I get it. I like it when there are villains. That's what I was saying this the other day when I was uh when Jordan and I were filling in for Danny and Dusty. You need villains. You need people yep. talking trash. And the women's tournament is starting Stephen to get A. It. Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. The, I mm-hmm. mean, yes. You, if you can embrace the idea that you're okay with people hating you, there's a yes. lot of money to be made. Yes, and Mulkey. A hundred percent. Like you look at the men's side, it's all about like the chaos. Like anything can happen. Yeah. You know, UCLA could not make a shot for 11 minutes and then Gonzaga comes back and wins. Right. In the women's side, like just everyone start being evil. They should, you know, like Kim Mulkey should hit shots and then make like undergrad students carry her back oh yeah and have like one of those little it's not a it's not a rickshaw what's the thing where you you have the four where they carry him like yeah, an yeah, old like yeah roman emperor yeah you put like yeah eight undergrads four on 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 four sides of you and just pick you up on the hoisted gold gilded uh uh carry on it's all Whatever. the yeah, all throne. the walk-ons they have to carry her to see wh- whoever does the best gets to uh get a scholarship the next year oh i dig it 
Yeah, that'd that's be not perfect. A, not a bad way to do- go. Uh, most likable coach, though. Okay, if she's the least likable, I don't know who it is in men's college basketball. I mean, I, it's not Izzo. Is Sean Miller still coaching? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, you might go must bus. I like I like uh, Muscleman out in Arkansas just because yeah. every year he gets excited and takes off his shirt. Yeah, but he's, is he unlikable? No, I'm saying yeah. likable. Oh, no. My, my most likable, Jim Laranega. You see his dance after Miami won yesterday? No. Oh, is the up. old man getting down? The old man is getting down. So he's, he's won a coach of the year. He's taken a mid-major to a Final Four. He's okay. at Miami, which Miami Hurricanes – I don't think that they ever got the uh, hatred that any of the, like in football, they never got any of the blue bloods. That was always one of those teams. You're like, yeah, we know they're doing bad things. We know there's not a lot of good people there, but man, they're fun to watch. And so Miami always has that kind of like easy to root for quality to them in all sports to me. And so I'm going Jim Laranega, pull up his TikTok or whatever it is. It's not his, his but like, just go put, put in Jim Laranega's dance. From last night. He's doing old man moves. That's beautiful. And I, then I what he that. does is, is so he was, he, they were doing coaching practice on Thursday or Friday, whatever it was. And, uh, and they do like the, in the hotel, they get everybody together. Like, all right, here's our coaching strategy. We do not let Houston in the paint. Five guys in the paint at all times on defense. We crash. Are you watching the dance? Oh, you? it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Wait, well, is he... he keeps going, <laughs> keeps going. Well, at least the problem is, is like the more and more I watch this, the more and more I'm like, oh, that's me at the bar. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's not doing anything. He's just moving yeah. his hands and his hips a little but bit. Here's the thing is, is if he, if he, if he gives up on that, it's, it's no good. The thing, he keeps going. He oh, keeps going. He, he keeps going. Yes, He man. thinks it's smooth. He thinks it is a good decision. It gets his team riled up. They just beat at one seed. Uh, but anyway, so they do their coaching practice. All, the team leaves. Mm-hmm. They all cram in the elevator. 12 guys, same elevator. Guess what happens? Gets, gets stuck. Been there. 30 minutes. The Miami uh, team is stuck in the elevator. The fire department has to come and let them out. Their defense gets a little loose. They start stretching out a little bit. Larinaga goes, guys, I need you in the paint, tight formation, like you were in the elevator. <laughs> and that's his mantra during the game. The defense collapses. They get five guys in the paint. They stop one of the highest scoring teams in college basketball. A one seed shuts them down, and they're moving on to the Elite Eight. What's, tell me what you don't like about Larinaga. That is fantastic. Old man dancing. And uh, turning lemons into lemonade. Playing right into, like, the old man stereotype. Yeah. He's not a red-ass like Izzo. No, yeah. He's a... Oh, did you see Izzo's clips? Oh, it, it, I've, I mean, I've seen them for, oh. for two decades. Oh. I don't want to, like, jump ahead to the next segment because I do have a little bit on that. But it's just like, dude, why are you such a jerk? Like, Just be a happy old man. Be like Jim Laranega. <laughs> don't be like Tom Izzo. Yeah, well, I think the nice thing is that I think we're moving to, like, the new generation of coaches feels like they're moving that way. They the, have to be. Well, that's true, too, just to connect with players. Mm-hmm. But there's guys that still have a winning tradition, and I don't think uh, Coach K ever got enough credit for how, how you know, the vein on his neck would emerge anytime somebody wasn't doing exactly what they needed to be doing. <laughs> but remember, he was he was mentored by Bobby Knight. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Knight was insane throwing chairs, and he came from, you know, an era where where Bobby Knight was not the most extreme key coach that he knew. He no. was doing what everybody did. So it's it, it takes time for these things to change. Is but, he the one who took the dump in the meeting? Wait, what? I don't Is know about Bobby that. Knight, I want to say. dump in a meeting. Like, yeah, yeah he's like, uh, you he's, guys are playing like this. He did the old uh, Singletary oh, where, oh, you guys are playing like this. I don't know that I know that story. I, I might be wrong. Chairs. I might be wrong. I'm I'm going to throw an allegedly on that statement. Yeah, that seems like a fair thing to be doing. I'm going to throw an allegedly. I could be wrong on this, but I I swore I heard that. Yeah. Well, hey, you you can go and check it out. Uh the the one thing that about this tournament if you haven't heard, it is obviously the leading story. First time ever you have an elite 8 no one seeds. Uh you've lost your both of your uh, championship uh, uh, opponents, so your bracket is busted. But this is where it's fun, where people that play with strategy and just look at the bracket and go, 
I'm just going to take a two seed because if they win, it eliminates a lot of the other. I'm going to take a four seed to win it. My question for you, though, uh, Mr. Ortner, is looking at this, Gonzaga has been to two Final Fours in the last, what, seven years because they went in 2017 and 2021. They went and played for for the championship. Do you feel like this is one of those wide open fields that makes it easier or more difficult for a school like Gonzaga, which is they've never won it, but there's still a big name in there? Or is it just a matter of how the chips fall? Because they might be running into the hottest team in the tournament. Yeah, because when I look at this UConn team, it's they are legit and they do a lot of the things that Gonzaga struggles with. Gonzaga doesn't like being pushed around. When UCLA was winning, UCLA was pushing Gonzaga around. The only one who could really stand up to it was Drew Timmy. Where you're going to see, like, if this Gonzaga team can win or not, it's going to be with that Julian Strother kid. Yeah. Like, working with the Pilots this year, I did enough of those Gonzaga games to know that Timmy's going to get his. There's no nothing that you can do. Timmy's going to get 20 points. He's going to get his eight rebounds. He is going to do what he does. For this Gonzaga team to win and win big games and meaningful games, you need someone else to step up. And to me, it always seems to be Julian Strother because not only is he big, he is long, he can shoot, he's quick. He's just he doesn't have the same type of love that Suggs had or Chet Holmgren had coming out. So if they're going to do well, it's going to be because of him. Look at the UCLA game. I was talking about it with my dad, of course, not tweeting it out, so I can't really get a ton of credit for it. But you it's like you don't. Okay, can 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 we just for your generation, you don't have to tweet it out to get credit for it. You don't have to be the first one yeah, I want to, to get. Though. Okay, so what you're talking with your dad, which yes. is more, the, uh, will be more valuable for the rest of your life of having that conversation with your dad than tweeting it out. And some guy in Minnesota was like, "This guy out." In- unless that may, unless oh, shut that, up. Unless that you know starts building my brand. You never know. But here's the thing. (laughs) I was talking with my dad about it, and it's like, if Julian Strother has a good game, Gonzaga will win this game. If he doesn't, UCLA will beat them by 20. And Julian Strother struggled in the first half, and then he found his shooting touch. And the minute he did, it opened up more for Drew Timmy, but it also opened up more for his teammates around him because it wasn't just, hey, Timmy gets the ball down low, we got to double him. It was Strother has the ball anywhere near you know free throw line extended yeah you got to double him too now that's opening up plays for Bolton and guys like that so if you are a fan of this Gonzaga team yes this seems like the year where they're they're getting hot at the right time but they're also under the radar no one is like overvaluing them they don't have the pressure and they have guys who can do it you just need them to continue to do it they've done it for three games so far can they do it for one more and then one more after that and one more after that. Julian Strother is going to be whether they win this or not, which is tough to throw that much pressure on someone who's your B player. Yeah. Well, but that's that's the tournament is all about that, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. who's going to step up at the biggest moment. I mean, I just feel like if you can get through UConn, it's going to be probably the easiest run that they've ever had a championship because but they're playing the hottest team in the tournament right now. But you never know like Styles make fights, right? Like, that's why this game should be fun. That's why UCLA was so fun. Has UConn just been what we do? Our strength is going against the other team's weakness, or are they just that much better than everybody else? I don't believe, I, I and why this tournament is so fun, I don't believe there's ever complete teams in the NCAA tournament. They're just, they're not developed as basketball players. I mean, look at the the Blazers right now. They've shut everybody down for the most part, mm-hmm. and you put in Shaden Sharp because you need to get minutes against the best players in the world to sharpen all of those edges, and that's why they're putting him in right now is because, dude, there's not a guy coming out of college that's got a complete game. It just doesn't happen, and there's no teams by any stretch that do. So it's like if you go strength against strength, that's where it gets really fun, and hopefully that's what we get. Uh, in the Gonzaga UConn game, because man, every game that Gonzaga plays, it feels like can be a drag it out, lockdown game till the very end. And the UCLA one is a perfect example. UCLA and Gonzaga should have to play every single year. Oh, they're they've had what three tournament meetings, and every single one of them has come down to the last like twelve seconds. They're, they're like they're like ten of the or three of like the ten best games in the tournament ever. Yes, like they, I mean, Adam Morrison crying at oh. center court. 
was an absolute team. collapse. The Jalen Suggs three-quarter court to win it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the game uh, a couple nights ago where, like, recency bias goes, that might have been the best one of them all. Oh, I, I actually think it's the opposite. That one might have been the worst of them <laughs> well, all. There you go. You know, like, you have – it, for the most part, UCLA but was the in swings control. in that game, yeah. and then the swings, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Gonzaga keeps missing all your all their free throws, and it's like, yep, this is how they blow it. They are going to rip your heart out, and then they go for the three with the Villanova play. Yeah, I uh, know. And he goes, he goes, you know what? That looked like the Villanova play. And he goes, yeah, because they stole it from Villanova. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a pretty good play. Uh, take the guy who has the ball. The inbounder will be behind him, yeah. and then throw it to him, and the passer will then just screen everybody else off. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, the one take that I had, you said the one that you always wish you had credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what year it was, and I can't remember the opponent, but Jerry McNamara had, what, 59 in a game? Uh, yeah. Was it Oklahoma State? It's like a second-round, third-round game. Maybe. This is going to be before my time. Okay. I told somebody, I go, I go, I'd have picked, I, I go, I go, I go, I'd pick Syracuse, but I think Jerry McNamara would have to score 60 points for them to win. <laughs> and then he went out and scored 59, and they won. And I did not pick them, but I was like, oh, man, if only I had a way to have documented that comment. But every once in a while, you get it exactly right, mm-hmm. quite by accident. And and yeah. that's why you want it out on Twitter. It's uh, Maybe you're right. And, but- then, and then there are other days where the only two that you get wrong are the picks that you put on Twitter, there and you, you feel like an idiot. There you go. Uh, we need to get to good versus evil. Are you ready, young man? I am ready. I've got right. three clips here, and I'm going through trying to uh, find some different stories. All right. The Will Ortner version of good versus evil is next on The Center and the Saint. This is 1080 The Fan. Oh, first, we need to squeeze in a Sports Center update. Our clock is a little off and we do breaks before we start the show. So. Yeah, anyway, well, you know what? Um, the guy running the board, he's really handsome, but he can be kind of dumb. Yep, I've heard that. So right now, the Blazers, they lost last night 96-124 to the Chicago Bulls. It kind of looks like they're starting to shut it down, start to tank. Luke, are you looking forward to maybe we get a frozen envelope? Maybe uh, we can get Miller? No, I, I, we've had this conversation many a times, and we may get to this in number two. Uh, getting a number one, number two, number three pick is fantastic, but it's also uh, kind of a crapshoot. Uh, I have a little uh, trivia question that uh, we've talked about on this show before, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I would like to present it to you of going, if you're counting on the the trajectory of this team being changed by getting a top three pick, uh, you need to think of something else to hope for. That's what I believe. You need you need to do this time to have Shaden Sharp get NBA ready, whether it's auditioning for another team or improving for the Blazers. You need to give Trendon Watford his minutes to go. Is this a guy that we can keep as a rotation piece here, or can he audition for others' teams? So there's two things that you get out of this time period. Just go, can we use the assets we have on our team, let them showcase and go out and trade them for something? Or if you can't do anything this offseason, who's going to actually be good enough to play on this team next year? Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's at a point where you're not going to do anything in the postseason. Yep. Let's get some picks, and we you got to make one run at it. And no, and no ACLs and no Achilles on Jeremy Grant, on Damian Lillard, on Anthony Simons. Like, what, the reason you shut those guys down is to prevent injury and give other guys opportunities to showcase, in my mind, is, is more important. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Will Ortner from the Tanya the Fan Sports Desk, Portland Sports Leader. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Auto Trader. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the? What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions. I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Brother will get it in. Salas picks it up. Clock starts. 11 seconds. Salas across the top line. Pitch it back. Strawther. Deep three from the top of the key. Got it! Oh, he hit it! Strawther from the top. Seven seconds left. Campbell on the run. Into the front court. Drives the right side. Stripped away. Strawther's got it. Fouled with 1.1 to go. That was the Julian Strother game-winning three-pointer from the other day. I know we just kind of talked about it a little bit, but I want to take it into a a different kind of move here. With this Julian Strother three-pointer, can you rank the best Gonzaga-UCLA matchups? Oh, yeah. Um, I, hate, I hate to say it. <laughs> I will never. Well, dang, they're all so good. Um, the Adam Morrison crying at center court would have been my favorite game because I just remember like the human emotion in that and the drama of it. It just mm. You were watching the game spiral out of control. It probably would have been my favorite game because I thought Adam Morrison was going to go on and be a good NBA player. And I know we he, all did. And I know he won two championships <laughs> with the Lakers where he didn't play at all. But uh, but that one was sad because it was the beginning of the end. Like in that moment, though, it's it's just it's part of the tournament where you just go, you go. It's the ups and downs, the highs and lows. That would have been my favorite game if if not for what it became. Mm-hmm. I love the big swings. You know, we were talking about this uh, the other day. I can't remember which game we were watching, but, you know, it's like there's no chances. There's a minute left, and it's a seven-point game. And uh, my brother's like, oh, we should switch it over to the other game that's going on in the first quarter, whatever. Actually, it might have been the beginning of the the second-round game for Gonzaga. Let's watch Gonzaga, the beginning of it. And I go, I go, you idiot. Like, Yes, you could shut it off right now with a minute left. Do you want to be the guy that shuts off the game that becomes one of those all-timers? I think that I liked the game two nights ago because of that, the improbability of it. Mm -hmm. All the times that you watch a wasted three minutes of sports because it's improbable and it's it's so unlikely that it could happen, but I'm going to watch it just in case it does. That's why I love sports. It's for the just-in-case-it-could. And it happened both ways multiple times in that game. So I love the big swing games where it's just like, nobody saw that coming. Oh, and nobody saw this coming. And, like, you can never script it that way. So I'm going to say that is my favorite game. Sorry I went into my rant there. That's not what I anticipated doing. But you guys egged me on, and I I got going. So, uh Try to be nice when you write your articles and do your stuff, all right? Thanks, guys. That is the Ducks head basketball coach, Dana Altman, saying, sorry, not sorry, for my comments after our NIT loss. If you remember, he was going off about how Wisconsin had all their fans showing up, and they did not get the same type of love at Oregon. Luke, do you think they're just not getting the same type of love because they're playing in the NIT and no one cares? Uh, yes, of course. I think that's a big part of it, too. But I don't know that the Oregon Ducks create the uh, likability factor that Wisconsin does. Wisconsin has a bunch of four-year guys that show up, and uh, like they just strike me as a scrappy, not just basketball program but they do kind of the same thing the football program where they get guys that just are entrenched there oregon is kind of a factory school 
that, you know, like it or not, they're one and done. And they go after big names and five-star recruits. And you're going to see, or you're already seeing it with Oregon's football program, where you're uh, more likely to see someone come in, get hyped, and transfer out in two years than you are to have somebody like Marcus Mariota come through again, where you're going to have that guy that was a three-star that works his way into the starting rotation, becomes a, a you know legend because he's that the one one team that believed him was whatever or you know having another justin herbert that comes through as a local kid the future of the oregon program on both basketball and football is going to be driven by nil and driven by opportunities to get to the nfl or the nba and the basketball team has been that way for a long time so if you have a team that doesn't win and ends up in the nit they're going to be like well you didn't fulfill the promise that you had and you're going to be gone next year anyways so thanks peace out wisconsin i feel like it's the opposite they're opposite of that they're going to bring in guys that are going to be like hey this is our guy ride or die let's go frank kaminsky let's go uh yeah let's let's go and and this is our guy and we might not be great the freshman year, but when they get four freshmen that are getting minutes, then they have four sophomores that are starters, then those four uh, juniors are all playing together. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin has a, a different likability factor than uh, any of the one-and-dones uh, schools will ever have, and Oregon's now in that list. There's something to be said, too. Uh, there's nothing else to do in Wisconsin. There's a lot to do here. Oh, don't, uh, don't, don't knock ice fishing uh, until you tried it. I think you have to. Well, I've listen. I've been to Wisconsin. I've gone ice fishing. I happen to know that it's terrible. Let's get one <laughs> of those little huts, which I was not invited into. Oh, okay, okay. Eight seconds out to Walker. Walker tries to force one up. It's stripped by Noel, who gets the basketball first. Noel drives in, lays it up, and it goes in at the buzzer. And Kansas State has advanced to the Elite Eight. That's Kansas State beating Michigan State. Kansas State really knocking off the last true blue blood of the tournament. Ooh, is Has, UConn not a blue blood? Uh, they've won it four times. They've won it. Are okay? So maybe they're knocking out everyone but one. Okay, I wasn't okay. count. I wasn't counting UConn because like when I think blue bloods, I think I'm more Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. I, yeah. Um, I, I I'd like to know the stories. One. I'll give you one. Okay. I'll give you with one blue blood in the tournament. <laughs> this tournament is more exciting than it would be if it had been four Blue Bloods like it had been last year in the Final Four. Oh, I think there's no question that it's more exciting when it's a bunch of uh, of, of teams that have never won it. I mean, the, the only team left in the tournament, and this was even before yesterday's games, uh, there was only one team that had ever won the tournament. That's UConn. Uh, so, like, it's having Gonzaga in there. Gonzaga has been to the tournament, what, 20 straight years or whatever the hell. I think it's up. like six or seven straight uh, Sweet 16s. Yeah. So, it's it, Gonzaga is the the greatest mid-major success story ever, but they are not a blue blood. That's why I brought up the idea that this is their big opportunity to go out and finally have an opportunity to win the tournament. But I think that, you know, there's a – there's so much joy in going, hey, the first time to bring the championship to your school, it's it's the same thing that I was saying about Oregon a second ago, right? Mm-hmm. The expectations gets exponentially higher when, when you're going out and you're recruiting five stars, one and done players. It's it's win or whatever. Like Kentucky's like, oh, if you can't win the whole thing, you've done nothing. There's going to be a final four where for the rest of the, the existence of that school they'll be like remember when we made it to the final four and somebody's going to win the whole thing unless it's UConn and it's going to be you you never buy a meal in your hometown again and you're the 12th guy on the bench but everybody knows that Jimmy did that dance Mm -hmm. when Danny made that shot and Jimmy still gets the 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 free steaks at you know the local uh exactly uh, steak chop shop over there or whatever so it'll be a parade in someone's it's 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 gonna be absolutely bananas I mean what you think of your college experience and you know I mean you have you have those moments that you'll never forget and you have all of that imagine if your team won the NCAA tournament and you're Kansas State and you're led by a guy that's five foot freaking eight and is setting NCAA records with in every column dude come on all time all time stuff so yeah no this is it's legendary this tournament is is the 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 best for a reason there's a reason everyone loves it and then my favorite story 
Uh, we are going over to Newport News, Virginia. Home of uh, Allen Iverson. Yes. Well, I don't think this involved Allen Iverson. But well, I know, but that's what, I know, that's what I know about Newport News. That's, that's, that's all I know about Newport that, News well, and what you're about to tell me. That might be all I, all I have ever heard about Newport News. But yeah. there were two inmates in a Virginia ya- uh, jail. Yale. Use, yeah, Yale. A Virginia jail used primarily, uh, they used primitive tools to create a hole in the wall of their cell and escape only to be found later at IHOP. Oh, come on. You break out of prison and your first meal? Is this their first meal out of, the, out of the clink? Authorities discovered the two men aged 37 and 43 missing from their cell in Newport News Jail Annex during a routine headcount Monday evening. After a preliminary investigation, they found that the men had used, like, primitive const- like construction tools like they built their own hammer and chisel or something yes like uh, right now if this is the picture they literally just made like a shawshank hole yeah it's really oh, what for they sure. did do they have the picture of the tools i don't see any pictures of the tools as i'm scrolling through here i just see the hole i love that that's fantastic yeah. i wonder what the poster was that they had up <laughs> i don't even know where they would have had a poster it's like just in the like from the picture it's just right in the ground it's a perfect spot for you to crawl oh, through dig it they crawled through there, and then early Tuesday morning, where did they find them? At the IHOP in Hampton, where the patrons called the police, and they were rearrested. Wow. If you, if you, okay, you get locked up. We'll assume it's for a crime you didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're, you're uh, 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 Tim Robbins. Is that, is that the guy? What's his name? Uh, I'm not going to be here here to help you. Are you talking about Count of Monte Cristo? No, no, the Shawshank. Oh, also not going to help you. Okay. Never seen it. So, New Coluche, <laughs> you, you break out of uh, you, like, um, the uh, Andy Dufresne. That's yeah. the character's name. You're Andy Dufresne. You're, you're locked up for a crime you didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you break out of prison. Uh, you, you, know, you, you don't know how long you're on the lam anyways. Let's say you make the mistake of going to a restaurant. What's the first restaurant you're going to? I know that it's not IHOP. It's not IHOP. It it genuinely might be like the the place that looks like the easiest for me to get into. Or you know what? I'm probably going fasted here, and I don't think I'm going to a restaurant anywhere near this jail. Well, that's the obvious choice. But you you, you listen. A meal worth getting rearrested for is not IHOP. No. Nobody would have nobody would have thought anything if they went to Waffle House. By the way, they would have just been like, "Oh yeah, yeah they look, sounds right." They look like prisoners, and they go, "Yes, yeah, so does everybody else." And they would have <laughs> moved right on. But like, is there a meal that's worth getting rearrested for? Is more the question. Ooh, so then, know. then was the right strategy to go out to to breakfast? It was not. That's pretty clear. Sorry. But I'm is... thinking logically here, not <laughs> yeah. like the criminals. Well, I, 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 if you never listened to this show, we don't think logically. Logically here? No, that's true. I uh, I think I'm going like, it might be a Sherry's pie shake. I've been trying to lose weight, and I've been working my butt off to get it down. <laughs> I have not had a, a Sherry's pie shake or like, I don't know, maybe Cold Stone. Oh, you're going ice cream. You're going dessert before. Well, yeah. Like, like you, you sit down for breakfast, and you're like, I'll take the shake first. Yes. And then you can bring out some bacon and eggs. Yeah, well, because, like, here's the thing. You're eating relatively normal food when you're in jail, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's, like, an elementary school lunch. Yeah. So you're eating relatively normal. And <laughs> Give me some GD ice cream. That's yeah. what I want, and I want some good ice cream, too. Ah, oh, well, you know, I think I'm going to have the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I've been Ooh. in prison for quite a while. We just busted out, and we're celebrating. Get extra whipped cream on that, young lady. Thanks, and and uh, make, it, make it snappy. And somebody's like, wait, did he say he just broke out of prison? And they're looking at the front page that says, two guys just broke out of prison. It's like, That's hmm, fantastic. this might be bad. That's your good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. That's where you should go for your first meal. Ooh, Their food, I dropped delicious. the ball. That would Hawaiian have been such food, a great thing. Yeah, that's where you should go. 808. 808. When you, if you're just out of prison and you're listening to the radio and you can only have one meal, go to 808, 808. today. They're on Burnside or on Woodstock. You can order to go. Be a little more conspicuous. Mm. Uh, order order the meal uh, right on their website and then pick it up to go. It's ate-oh-ate. Dot com. Uh, in hour two, we need to talk uh, some uh, Blazers, some basket, some baseball, 
And uh, do you know baseball starting this week? I do. It's yeah, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I've got a little segment for you as well, just for Mr. Ortner. Uh, we'll do that all in hour two of The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 